This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alex Cardinal. Live from Springfield, Massachusetts. Happy Halloween from all of us at American Variety Network. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very special episode of the In Your Face talk show here live on American Variety Network on this awesome Saturday evening. I hope you guys are doing great and hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli, and tonight... It's our once-a-month question-and-answer special for the month of October. This is where you, my listeners, get to ask me any questions you want, whether it be PG-13 questions or Rated-R questions. But obviously, I prefer the PG-13 questions. Now, I'm going to give you nothing but totally honest answers to all of your wonderful questions. Now, these Q&A shows are always fun for me to do simply because I never know what questions I'm going to answer and I never know who is going to call in. And I believe this Q&A will be just as fun as September's Q&A last month. So, uh, I, I believe we're in for a really great episode tonight. Now, on top of the questions that I'm going to answer tonight, I've got some awesome segments planned as well. I have some crazy segments that will leave you saying... What in the world? And then I'm going to discuss what pissed me off this month in what the fuck moments. And I'm also going to give some people some much-deserved shout-outs and more. So this should be a relaxing and fun Saturday night show. Alright? I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of the American Variety Network, because I am not feeling well today, but I feel a lot better doing this show, I'm ready to have some fun, and I'm ready to start answering your questions. Now, I've got some several emailed questions that I'm going to answer. I believe the last time I counted this morning, I had 11 emailed questions that I'm going to answer. I've got some fish-keeping questions. I have a few food questions, and I have a few other assorted questions that I'm going to answer. So this is going to be a fun show. Also, I hope that this will be some sort of an educational show, and I hope that some of my answers that I provide will educate you on whatever that topic is. So, live listeners... 
If you've got a question, come on and ask it. So, here are your ways you can ask me a question tonight. You can call in using a smartphone or a home phone or Skype. Dial one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Again, the first way and the easiest way to ask a question is to call in with a smartphone or a home phone or Skype one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Or if you don't want to call in, you can tweet your question to at American Network One on Twitter or at Alice Cardinelli One on Twitter. And I will uh, answer your question live on the show as well as on Twitter. And you can also post your question in the live chat room as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, my awesome listeners, I answer your questions and we'll get this fun Saturday night show started right after this. Let's take our introduction, and we'll be right back, right after our quick intro.
You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Hi, Jeremy Stillhorn. I'm tuned into the American Variety Network, where I find the show is very educational and entertaining. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at one 347 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial one 347 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's one 347 Now let's get on with the show. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. In your case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. All right, so let's go ahead and start October's Q&A live right here on the American Variety Network. It's time to start answering your questions. Don't forget, if you've got a live question, call on number is one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two and ask me any question you have on your mind or tweet me at American Network One or at Alice Carnelli One on Twitter. So right now I'm gonna go ahead and start answering nine of the eleven questions that were emailed to me this month and I'll answer the last two questions later on on the show. So the first two questions come from Jody, and Jody is from New York City, an awesome city, by the way. And her questions are about Halloween. So her first question to me is, Alex, what are your plans for Halloween? Well, I have a lot of plans for Halloween. You know, Halloween has actually always been a favorite holiday of mine. But this year, I'm not going to partake in any of those Halloween scary traditions, simply because I feel I'm a little bit too old to be doing anything like that. Um, I'll be taking a break from Halloween this year. Maybe next year, I'll return to uh, face painting and dressing up. But I'm really looking forward to Halloween this year, because on Halloween, I'll be able to uh, buy my first saltwater aquarium fish because I've had my saltwater aquarium tank cycling now for three weeks and if all goes well if my water tests fine next week which it should because I, I test my water today 
and my levels are pretty good. I should be able to get my uh, first saltwater fish on Halloween. Now, I am going to stay home and hand out candies to the trick-or-treaters that come over for Halloween next week. And I'm going to have some candy. So, I have a very busy Halloween next week. I plan on buying saltwater fish. I plan on buying some more saltwater equipment. I also plan on going out to eat and enjoying a nice uh, fine dining experience on Halloween. And then I'm going to come home and hand out candy to the trick-or-treaters. And I also have a Halloween 2015 extravaganza live right here on American Variety Network next Saturday at this time. So, in a way, I will be celebrating Halloween on a podcast. So, I hope to see each and every one of you here next week at 9 p.m. Eastern for a Halloween special spooky show. That's going to be a very, very fun uh, Halloween show. Oh, I just forgot that I have uh, Aquarium Maintenance Guy coming over on Halloween as well. He's going to install some live rock in my aquarium, and he's actually going to re-aquascape my 29-gallon saltwater tank, too. And I'm going to take a video of that and put it up on my YouTube channel so you guys can check out Blue View Aquatics aquascaping my 29-gallon saltwater aquarium on my YouTube channel next Saturday on Halloween. And I'd like to wish all of my listeners out there a very happy Halloween And I hope you guys have a safe and happy Halloween next Saturday. So those are my personal plans for Halloween. And I certainly cannot wait for Halloween this year. I mean, I love my sweets and I love my candy. And I'm pretty sure next Saturday I'm going to have a taste of both candy and sweets on Saturday. So actually her second Halloween question is a very good one. And it's going to teach you all how it's going to teach you guys how to use your leftover sweets from Halloween. Her question is: Each year, I always have leftover candy. I do not eat much candy. What are some ways I could use leftover candy in the kitchen? Well, not too many people have leftover candy on Halloween because they usually eat it all. But I, like you, Jody, I like to sometimes use my leftover candy in the kitchen to make some awesome baked goods. Now, usually what I do with leftover candy is I take out a brownie batter, a brownie mix. You can just use a Duck and Hines brownie mix and mix it together. Then you're going to chop your candy pieces into one-inch nugget-sized pieces and throw that into your batter and bake. Now, as the brownies bake, that chocolate's going to melt. And let's say you're using a Reese's peanut butter cup. The chocolate and peanut butter is going to melt inside that brownie. And now you're going to have a chocolate peanut butter brownie. Or for using a Milky Way candy bar, you're going to have a caramel brownie a little bit uh, from the Milky Way bar. So one way I like to use leftover candies is I like to throw them into my brownie batter. Now, you could also make a candy-style cheesecake by whipping together a cheesecake batter and throwing your chopped candy pieces into the cheesecake batter and baking that at the correct baking time or 
putting it in the fridge to set, and you've got a delicious candy cheesecake. I also really much like uh, using the candies on a frosting for a cupcake or cake. I think candies are a great garnish for um, cupcakes or a cake. I know on YouTube and all over Facebook and Twitter, I'm sure a lot of you, my listeners, especially my younger audience, have seen a candy cake on social media. It's basically a vanilla or chocolate cake that is covered in buttercream, but it has like Kit Kats, Twix bars, M&Ms, Skittles, and sometimes Reese's peanut butter cups scattered all over the cake. I sometimes will do that with my leftover candy as well. So those are all ways I think you could utilize leftover candy in your kitchen. Now, uh, one thing to know about leftover candy is that candy actually can last quite a while. We're talking years. So if you don't want to have more sugar and bake more sugar, you certainly could uh, save the candy for another month or two, and it'll still be fresh for you. But on Wednesday, October 28th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern, on a special primetime baking episode, we're going to do a show on Halloween dessert recipes. And many of my dessert recipes for the special Halloween baking show are going to teach you how to use leftover candy. So, Jody, I thank you for your two emailed questions, and I hope I answered them to your liking and to the best of my ability. Okay, the third question comes from Tina, and she is actually an average, an avid listener of Blog Talk Radio, and luckily for me, my show is one of her shows that she listens to on a frequent basis. And she's got a great question. Tina asks, why would you recommend somebody to have their own podcast on Blog Talk Radio? That's a great question, Tina. The first reason I would recommend somebody to have their own podcast on Blog Talk Radio is because you are going to have fun. Believe it or not, you're going to have fun hosting your own show here on Blog Talk Radio. Now... I really do have fun when I host a show here on Blog Talk Radio, and several of my listeners can tell that I'm having fun. You're going to have fun when you talk about a topic that you really love. You're going to have fun interviewing guests. You're going to have fun taking callers. And overall, you're going to have fun celebrating your success like your 50th episode, like your 100th episode, like your 250th episode, and even when you get sponsors, you're going to have fun, because podcasting is really fun. Now, it is totally normal to be really nervous and really anxious when you are starting out in the podcast world. I was extremely nervous when I started, And my friends who have podcasts were extremely nervous as I was. So that is totally fine. Just get past your nerves and have as much fun as you can on your podcast. The second reason I recommend somebody to have a podcast right here on Blog Talk Radio is because Blog Talk Radio is becoming a well-known, 
website now, thousands upon thousands of people all around the world are logging on to Blog Talk Radio, creating accounts, and listening to Blog Talk Radio shows. So you're obviously going to have a higher chance of being very successful on podcasting by coming over to Blog Talk Radio, and you're going to have a lot of listeners, believe it or not, once you get a following. The third reason why I recommend somebody to have a podcast on Blog Talk Radio is the ease of use. I mean, really, Blog Talk Radio is really simple to host a show. All you do is create an account, create your episode, and go to your studio page 15 minutes prior to your show's starting time. And all you got to do is upload some audio files for your show, and you should be ready to go. Now, you can call in and host your show with a phone. However, I personally would not recommend that because your sound quality is not going to be very good. Now, for the first two years of my podcasting career here on Blog Talk Radio, I used a phone. And uh, it dawned upon me this year that I needed to use a microphone. I wanted to sound much better. And I'm glad I bought my Blue Yeti microphone. That is what I'm talking on right now. See how clear I sound? That is because I am using the Blue Yeti microphone. Another reason why I recommend people to uh, become a podcaster on Blog Talk Radio is because you can call in with Skype and take callers for free. That's right. You can take callers for free on Skype. And you're going to have a lot of fun recording Skype interviews and such. Another reason I recommend people to have their own podcast here on Blog Talk Radio is the fact that you can actually record shows. So let's say, for example, on November 5th, I'm going to have a surgery, and I won't be able to host a live show that day, but I still want to have a show. So I could actually uh, go on my episode page, create an episode, Mark it as private so that nobody but me can listen to the show, and that way I can record a show, and then I can download the MP3 file and upload it on November 5th as sort of a live show. That's a huge plus here on Blog Talk Radio for me. I love being able to sometimes record shows when I know that I have a doctor's appointment that time, or if I'm going to be doing something that time, I can simply record a show and not worry about missing that day or having to take that day off. So I can just record a show when needed. And, and last but not least, Blog Talk Radio staff is wonderful. If you ever have any issues with your show, or if you ever need any advice or help with hosting a show on Blog Talk Radio, the Blog Talk Radio staff is eager to help you. All right. Now, I've known Amy from Blog Talk Radio for a long time. She has seen me grow with the Chef Cardinelli cooking show, and uh, she's a wonderful lady. And everyone at Blog Talk Radio that works here is great. Now, if you do want to have your own podcast on Blog Talk Radio, I would personally recommend you start off with a 30-minute show, and that way you can see um, how well you do with shows and if you can really talk for 30 minutes 
And if you talk more than 30 minutes, then obviously you should uh, consider going premium. Okay. Now, one last thing I love about Blog Talk Radio is, let's say you schedule a show for 30 minutes and you go over the 30-minute time limit. Blog Talk Radio actually has a built-in recorder. So your show is going to record some more. It'll record about 15 minutes extra time for a free account and about an hour for a premium account. So you never have to worry about being cut off because you've gone over your time limit like some other shows and other podcasts. So you have an extra window of time where you can finish a podcast episode. That is why I love Blog Talk Radio. Really, really great website. So that was a great question, Tina. All right, so now we're getting into our third question. This is going to bring us into our fishkeeping questions. I grouped all the fishkeeping questions together so that I don't go back and forth and change subjects. So, question from Sean. And Sean is a watcher of my YouTube channels, or should I say a viewer of my YouTube channels. Now, I've watched your saltwater videos on your YouTube channel. Now, you said you use tap water to fill your aquarium. Do you not know tap water is bad for saltwater? Oh, here we go again. Somebody else telling me that tap water is bad for saltwater. <laughs> I had to answer it that way, sorry. But yes, Sean, I, I know that tap water is bad for salt water. And I actually only used tap water that one time to simply start the cycle of my salt water aquarium. I poured my tap water straight into my 29-gallon aquarium until it was filled to the top. And then I added my Instant Ocean Reef Crystals salt mix to the tank to achieve my proper salinity of 1.025 to 1.026, and I let that cycle for a day, and then I added my live sand and my Carib Sea life rock. Now, I know that tap water is bad for salt water, and I am no longer using tap water. I am using distilled water for my aquarium now, and distilled water is a very safer option for salt water aquariums, and... Um, I have no problem with using distilled water now, and my invertebrates that I get from my saltwater aquarium should be fine with distilled water. But, Sean, I appreciate your question, and I appreciate you watching my videos on YouTube. Now, Sean and all my fishkeeping listeners, I really advise you check out the uh, Alex's Adventures YouTube channel tomorrow evening because I'm going to do a saltwater update video just one week before Halloween, before I actually get my first pair of clownfish. So check that out tomorrow on Alex's Adventures on YouTube. Another fish-keeping question, this one is from Jim, and it was uh, emailed to me. Jim says, I am so glad to see you in the saltwater hobby. I am from the western Massachusetts area, and I am a saltwater and reef hobbyist. If you ever have any questions on keeping saltwater aquaria and reefs, please feel free to contact me. You have my email address. 
Now, Alex, you have to understand, you're going to get more addicted to this side of the hobby and love it more. Well, that's awesome. I finally met a fish keeper from Western Mass. I know I have Blue View Aquatics owner Josh Rodriguez, who's been on this show several times. But I think we'll have to get Jim on the show because he's a saltwater aquarium hobbyist. And he's also from Western Mass. Cool. I wonder what part of uh, Western Mass you're from, Jim. But anyways, Jim's question is, what are you planning on keeping in your saltwater aquarium? Great question. And a lot of people have been asking me that on the saltwater forum that I'm on and all the saltwater Facebook groups I'm on. So I'm happy to tell you I've decided on a stock list for my saltwater aquarium. I'm going to have two Darwin Ocellaris clownfish. Now, the Darwin clownfish are actually a very beautiful black and white clownfish. And to me, they resemble the wrestler Sting. That's right. The black and white clownfish resemble the wrestler Sting, which is why I'm going to keep them. So I'm going to have the two black and white clowns. I'm going to have a pink-spotted Watchman goby. I really love the pink-spotted Washman gobies, and actually, my local fish store is bringing me in a pink-spotted Washman goby within the next two weeks. I'm going to have a Coral Beauty Angel Fish. I'm going to have a Royal Grama, and then I'm going to have some Aritabrates. I'm going to have uh, a Fire Shrimp. I'm going to have some Cleaner Shrimp. I'm going to have an Emerald Crab, and then I'm going to have some Snails and some Hermit Crabs. So that, in a nutshell is the kinds of fish I'm going to have in my saltwater aquarium. Now, the reason I got into the saltwater hobby was clownfish and gobies. So I'm really excited that I finally picked out the species of clownfish and gobies that I'm going to have the opportunity to work with. Now, the Darwin clownfish are the exact same as the Ocellaris clowns, they're just black and white, and they get, they get about an inch bigger, I believe. And the pink-spotted Washman goby is almost as cool as the yellow Washman goby, but the pink spots make the pink spot Washman goby more attractable for me. And it actually gets a few inches bigger than the yellow Washman goby. The yellow Washman only gets about two to three inches, and the pink gets four to six inches. So I like the fish around four to six inches and the Coral Beauty Angel, he's going to be my last fish edition. And uh, he'll be added last, like the month before I go to a 55-gallon aquarium. Because I'm actually going to be upgrading my um, saltwater tank to a 55 within 2016. So that's going to be uh, really exciting. So I'm really happy to be in the saltwater hobby. So we've got a question in the live chat room from my very good friend, Donovan, here for the fins. And he's asking me, what other fish are you keeping besides saltwater? Well, actually, currently, I don't have any other fish. Actually, I'm fishless right now. I'm fishless until next Saturday when I get my first pair of uh, Darwin clowns and maybe that goby if it comes in. But uh, I do have plans on also getting some freshwater fish really soon because I'm sharing my 120-gallon aquarium with my brother, Jimmy, and we're debating on turning that into a saltwater tank, too, but we're not sure how long that will take. Uh, but for now, if I were to get a freshwater fish, which I probably am, it's probably either going to be a red devil, 
cichlid or an Oscar cichlid because I want a cichlid with personality simply because it might be the only fish in the 120 with uh, datinoid. So I don't know when I will get my next freshwater fish, but I do have plans on at least having one of my own freshwater fish. I'd love for it to be a red devil. I'd love for it to be a larger Pyrochromus managuance, and I'd love for it to be an Oscar cichlid. So we'll see what I decide on for a freshwater fish if I decide to jump back into the freshwater hobby right away. But I uh, appreciate your question, and I really, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to tonight's show. So, Jim, I want to thank you for your question on what I do plan on keeping on my saltwater aquarium. And I'm actually going to have, like, weekly updates of my saltwater aquarium and the livestock on my YouTube channel, Alex's Adventures. And I really, really recommend that you check it out there. All right. So, the next question was emailed to me from my good friend, Jeremy Stellhorn. And the question from Jeremy is, can you use bladder wart as an aquarium plant? And I have to be totally honest with you, Jeremy. I actually know nothing about plants. I don't know absolutely nothing about aquarium plants. So uh, I had to actually research an answer for you. And I could not find an exact answer about keeping bladder wart as an aquarium plant. So, as a guy who has no experience with plants, I'm just going to go off what I read on Google. Now, the few minutes that I did research on bladderwort as an aquarium pla uh, plant, it stated that bladderwort is a fast-growing plant. So, in my humble opinion, I think it will quickly outgrow an aquarium. And I apologize, Jeremy, that I don't really have an experienced answer for you, and I have nothing to back that on. So if I were to guess, I'd say that bladder wart is not in an aquarium plant. But if somebody who has more experience on plants and bladder wart, specifically if it's an aquarium plant, please call in at one three four seven nine eight nine. 8142, and answer that question for my good buddy, Jeremy Stellhorn. All right, so those are all of the fish-keeping questions, I believe, that I had for this month of October. Now, I have a question from Corey, a fan of the American Variety Network. Now, Corey's question is, what is it like living in Springfield, Massachusetts? I was born and raised in uh, Maine, but I have now moved to Boston. I love it here in Boston. Well, Corey, I actually answered this question on Thursday's show when I did another episode of Alice Cornelli Talks. But I kind of like it here in Springfield, Mass. I think that Springfield, Mass is one of the largest cities in Western Mass, and Springfield has a lot to offer. We've got several grocery stores. We've got a lot of restaurants here in Springfield, Mass. We've got a lot of fire departments. We've got a lot of citizens. Uh, Springfield, Mass is pretty cool. It's nowhere as big as Boston, but 
You're going to love all the stuff that Springfield has. Sometimes we'll have carnivals and stuff. We also got a museum up here in Springfield, Mass. That is pretty cool. They actually have a really large Amazon display tank that is pretty amazing with some jumbo pakus and stuff in it. Uh, Springfield also has libraries, and uh, like 20 minutes away from us is um, Six Flags New England, which is closing very soon. Next weekend is the last weekend that Six Flags will actually be running for the 2015 season. Uh, so pretty much if I had to tell you, yes, I do like Springfield, and I do like living in Springfield, Mass. We do have our fair share of crime. But every big city all over the United States and world is going to have crime as well. Uh, I don't like the winters we have because we have a lot of snow. And I'm not a big fan of snow. And uh, I like our falls, I like our springs, and I like our summers. So if I did not like Springfield, Mass., I would not be living here, right? So I think it's a pretty cool place to live. And I, I happen to live on a very, very good area of Springfield Mass, which is a plus for me as well. So thank you, Corey, for that question. Now we got a question from Bob, and Bob has to be a ball buster, right? <laughs> Bob's question is, I'm a big fan of your podcast, and I follow you on Twitter and Facebook. I know you are a Yankees fan, so I have to ask you, what are your thoughts on the New York Yankees being eliminated from the postseason. Why would you have to ask that? Now, now you might have to get me upset. Uh, I don't know. I'm just glad that the Yankees actually made the postseason this year. Uh, I was I was very happy to see the Yankees at least in the wild card. But uh, I thought the Yankees had that game won. The Yankees should have defeated the Houston Astros. Uh, Tanaka was terrible, terrible in that wild card game, and the Yankees could not hit for their lives. I mean, how hard is it to get a base hit or a single? I was really, really pissed off that uh, the Yankees lost. I wanted the Yankees to go to the World Series and face the Chicago Cubs this year, but that's not going to happen either because the Chicago Cubs got eliminated. Uh, and, uh, and I thought that would have been a, a good World Series between the Yankees and the Cubs. So, Man, I was really upset that the Yankees got eliminated from the postseason. I almost forgot that the Yankees are in the postseason until I saw your email a few weeks ago. So uh, thank you very much for your uh, email, and uh, I really, really enjoy it. All right, next question, the last question we're going to answer for from our emailed questions until later on in the show comes from John, and it's a cooking question. Now, John says he's going to host a birthday party for his five-year-old son, and they want to cook food for the party. What would you recommend, and what foods would a five-year-old enjoy? Great question. Now, if this was my personal party, I think a five-year-old would really love a grilled cheese sandwich, um, but that really is not party food. So I'm going to rephrase my answer. Now, when I think of a five-year-old and foods that they like, 
I instantly think of pizza and chicken tenders. So you could actually uh, make a very good homemade pizza, and you could actually make uh, homemade chicken tenders by simply taking uh, chicken tenders from your grocery store meat section, the raw chicken tenders, and bread them with flour, breadcrumbs, and egg, and fry them. And those will be awesome homemade chicken tenders. Now, for a pizza, you can actually buy prepared pizza dough or make your own pizza dough. Top that with your favorite pasta sauce or pizza sauce and toss that with your favorite toppings. However, I, as as a chef, am going to share a huge secret with you. You could cook for your party. Or you could spend a little bit of money and enjoy yourselves and not have to worry about doing dishes or uh, getting in the kitchen and, and causing a mess. I personally recommend if you're going to have a lot of guests, don't sweat in the kitchen. Just order a party-sized pizza or two and order some chicken wings. You're going to save a lot of stress and a lot of time by ordering from a very good local pizzeria. That's what I personally would recommend. But, of course, if you love cooking and you are really set on cooking, I would personally uh, really recommend um, you make, like, a chicken tender and fry meal or a pizza meal. You could even do spaghetti and meatballs for a five-year-old party. So I hope I answered your question. To the best of my knowledge and to your liking, I actually had to think a little bit for that question because, uh, remember, this is an all-ad-lib show, so I didn't actually get to organize myself enough to give you an accurate answer. So I hope I did a good job answering your question. All right, guys, so those are nine of the 11 emailed questions that I received, and I'm going to answer... The last two emailed questions a little later on in the show. Now, I see we have a few people listening live. So if you're listening live, remember you can ask a question live by calling in at 1-347-989-8142. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Or tweet me at American Variety, or excuse me, tweet me at American Network 1, or Alice Cardinelli one on Twitter with your questions, and I will answer them live on the air. All right, so let's move to our first segment of this awesome show. We got some great segments on Q and A's, and I can't wait for this one. What in the world? There are crazy people and crazy things happening in this world each and every day. Join Alex Cardinale as he discusses some of the crazy shit that went down this month. After this segment, you will be left saying what in the world. Alright, so here is this month's What in the World segment. I guarantee you, I hope that everything I say is going to make you say, What in the World? So, the first thing that actually surprised me this month is that not only did the Chicago Cubs make the postseason, but the Chicago Cubs 
made it to the National League Championship Series. The last time the Chicago Cubs actually made it to the World Series and actually made it to the Championship Series and actually won the World Series was in 1908. A while ago. Now, I was really excited to see the Chicago Cubs in the postseason. And as I said earlier on in the show, I wanted to see the Chicago Cubs go to this year's World Series simply because Back in the Future predicted that the Chicago Cubs were going to win the World Series in 2015. However, unfortunately, the Chicago Cubs got eliminated in the NLCS as they were defeated by the New York Mets. And the New York Mets have made the World Series for the first time in 15 years. The last time the New York Mets made the World Series, they were defeated by the best team in Major League Baseball. They were beaten by the 28-time World Series champions, the New York Yankees. So, uh, I don't care for the Mets. I don't really care that they're in the World Series. I wanted to see the Cubs in the World Series, but the Cubs making the National League Championship Series made me say, what in the world? Now, another team that has not won a World Series in quite a while and has not made the postseason in quite a while is the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, the Blue Jays actually made it to the ALDS and the ALCS, the American League Championship Series. Now, I was very shocked to see that. I actually was hoping that it would have been the Blue Jays and the Cubs in the World Series. But unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Because last night, on an incredible baseball game, the Royals eliminated the Blue Jays 4-3. to three. I thought last night that the Blue Jays were going to win and force this uh, ALDS into Game 7. But as we know, the Royals won and advanced to the 2015 World Series against the New York Mets. And uh, just seeing the Blue Jays and Cubs in the ALCS and NLCS made me say, what in the goddamn mother frigging world? Now, I know the true baseball fans are going to agree with me as well. Because the Cubs and the Blue Jays used to be horrible teams. But now they are two of the best teams in all of baseball. Now, sincerely, I know that someday, sooner or later, the Cubs and the Blue Jays are going to make the World Series. The question is, when? I know the Cubs have a great ace in John Lester. And I know that the Cubs really want David Price. So maybe the Cubs will sign David Price, and maybe they'll go to the World Series that year. All right? But I thought that the Cubs and Blue Jays would be a good first what in the world for uh, this month. Now, Donovan, my friend, says, go Royals! And I think the Royals might win it all this year. I don't know, though. The Mets are one hell of a team. So if I had to pick... My pick for the 2015 World Series champions, I'm going to say the Mets are going to win it all. I think the Royals are a great team. However, the Mets got the Mets have um, J. 
Jacob, Dugr- Jacob Dugram, and some other great starters. So I see the Mets winning them at all. Let's not forget that David Wright had a lot of home runs in the NLCS, and David Wright is a great batter. Murphy had some home runs as well. So I'm going with the Mets to win the World Series this year. All right, so let's move away from sports. Here are some other what-in-the-world moments. And I know this is going to make you scream, what in the world? And you're going to think of this person as a complete imbecile. Now, a man dies in a home evasion after posting money on Facebook. Now, this man was a Philadelphia resident. He was shot and killed after posting what appeared to be roughly $60,000 on Facebook. Now, according to reports, Tony Harris, who was only 50 at the time of his death, posted a picture on Facebook of his wife holding a handful of money with the caption, I misplaced $60,000. I hope my wife did not go shopping with it. Now, after the photo was posted on social media, three masked men believed to be the ages of 17 and 9, held Harris and his wife at gunpoint in his hand, demanding cash. It is still unknown if the intruders got the tip from the Facebook post, but the invasion took place just a week after Harris posted the photo on Facebook. The evasion took place on October 12th, and they posted the photo on social media on October 5th. Now, this leaves little about how the invaders were tipped off up to imagination. The kicker here is that Harris's nephew, Anthony Fleming, says his uncle did not have $60,000, but in fact, in the photo, his wife is holding a few $20 bills on top of paper. Now, investigators are aware of this post and are investigating the invasion. Wow! Wow, oh wow. So, my thoughts on this case are that it is extremely stupid and dumb to post money on Facebook. If you're posting your financial situations or pictures of money on Facebook, you're basically asking for trouble. You're asking for people to come and steal from you. So, ladies and gentlemen, the moral of this story is do not post money or anything else when you do with money on your Facebook so that you don't get robbed. What in the world was this man thinking, posting his financial business on Facebook? I mean, if these kids were thieves or thugs or drug dealers and they wanted money, well, all they had to do was go look on Facebook and they found their money. I mean, that's the truth, the sad truth. That's how some people think today in today's world. So what in the world are you thinking posting pictures of money on Facebook? I don't know, man. Some people are. Some people post some weird stuff on Facebook. I'm smarter than that. And I hope all my listeners out there will be smarter than that as well. Okay, so this is a really extreme case. I think most of you are going to say, what the fuck? instead of what in the world. But anyways, a man was arrested for wiping his butt with court summons, hurling it at cops. Now, a New Jersey man is facing serious charges for something that may seem, well, not so serious, but he was arrested 
and he's charged with serious charges for rubbing his court summons between his butt cheeks and then throwing the paper back at police officers. Joseph Greenberg of Red King, New Jersey, was arrested and charged with a felony for supposedly wiping with a document which ordered him to appear in court for threatening an assault and chucking it at cops, according to the smoking gun. Wow, that is a <laughs> that is a really crazy story. Uh, that's actually very funny to say the least. Imagine someone suing you, and you get you get court summons paper, and you decide to pull it on your pants and start wiping your ass with it. <laughs> that's very funny and weird at the same time. I can imagine doing that if someone I disliked considered suing me. I would do the exact same thing. I'd take that court summons paper. And I'd throw it in the trash, or I'd burn it, or I'd whip my ass with it. That's a very, very funny uh, situation there. <laughs> I thought that was funny, so what in the world is right? What in the world was that guy thinking? He knew he was going to get arrested for doing that, but it was funny. All right, so that was this month's October's What in the World. We'll have to see what next month brings. What crazy stuff are crazy people going to do in November? We'll have to find out. All right, so moving along. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys should all know that Halloween is next Saturday. That's right, Halloween is only one week away. And ladies and gentlemen, I am really excited about Halloween because Halloween is one of my personal favorite seasons and holidays of the year. Because I love candy, I love sweets, and this Halloween, I'm getting my actual first saltwater fish, so I'm very excited. But listeners, make sure you get your candy ready for your trick-or-treaters, because Halloween is only next Saturday. It's quickly approaching, so make sure you hit the grocery store either tomorrow or during this week, because Halloween is this Saturday. So, this public service announcement is brought to you by... Hershey's, Reese's, Twix, Mars, and all the candy companies across the world. You rich bastards, I just gave you a plug. So <laughs> so make sure you, my listeners, go out and get some candy for your trick-or-treaters this weekend and this week because Halloween is next Saturday. I had to have some fun uh, with you my listeners, uh, I, I just had to do it. So that's going to bring me to ask you, my listeners, a question. What is your favorite candy? All right, I want you to call in right now at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and I want you to discuss what your favorite candy is. Now, until the rest of the show, I want you to call in and discuss your favorite candy. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, and if you catch this show on archive, I want you to tweet me on Twitter with your favorite candy, at American Network One, or at Alice Carnelli One. Your favorite candy. All right. So one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Let me know your favorite candy. Now, my personal favorite candy is Twix. I love the caramel, I love the cookie, and I love the chocolate. My second favorite candy is Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. You can't go wrong 
with peanut butter and chocolate. And I also love Kit Kat bars. And Halloween time, they have a very special white chocolate Kit Kat bar that is colored orange. That's called the Halloween Kit Kat, and I really enjoy that. And I also enjoy Snickers and Milky Way. So those are my five favorite Halloween candies. And I hope to hear your favorite Halloween candy. One, three, four, seven, nine, eight, nine, eight, one, four, two. And you can also uh, post it in the live chat room as well. All right, so what an awesome start to this month's question and answer. I've been talking for 56 minutes straight now. I think it's time for our first intermission of the evening. And we're going to have plenty more to talk about right after our intermission. Now, ladies and gentlemen, a reminder, I'm answering your questions. So, again, make sure you call in with your questions or tweet me your questions. So let's go ahead and take our intermission. Coming up next here, live on October's Q&A, I'll discuss the what-the-fuck moments of the month, and I'm also going to give out some shout-outs to some well-deserved people and YouTube channels, and I'll answer some more of your questions. Remember, after the intermission, call in and discuss your favorite candy or ask questions, one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, during this intermission, I'm going to play two of my favorite songs from my favorite rapper, by the name of Ryan Serini, and Ryan actually is a rapper who's going to be a guest on the American Variety Network. Ryan Serini is going to be on the American Variety Network Sunday, November 8th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So we're going to hear his song just weeks before he becomes a guest on the American Variety Network. The two songs we're going to hear from Ryan Serini are Mama Told Me and Shots to All of Us. So, let's enjoy our intermission, and we'll be right back here on October's Q&A, where I hope to hear from some live listeners. Mama told me, my mama, my mama, my mama told me, my mama, my mama, my mama told me. Y'all already know what it is, shouldn't have to say the shit, but I'ma say it anyway. All y'all felt like flagrant, fronting on some famous shit, spitting like some plagiarists. Homie, I done pay my dues, I'm on you like you owe me rent. Ain't no coming back from that, got dreams of pushing Cadillacs, and if I gotta steal that shit, I'm plotting with my ski mask. In the darkest parts of that trailer park, a fifth of jack and a saw charge. Been laying low for too damn long, set the gold chain of that shit off. Off the handle, bills to pay, no money coming in, about to dig my grave. Tell my soul I need that break, devil got his cut, get the fuck out the way. Yo, too much bourbon, I've been swerving, about to sacrifice a virgin just to prove that I'm the illest. Spit this shit like I'm allergic, black impala, indiscretion, tired of living like a peasant, window tinted, clouded vision, about to send a fucking message, taking what they owe me, homie, I ain't talking time for it, all this shit y'all take for granted, all this shit I kill for, yo, mama told me don't ever take no shit, son, and if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son, tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride, W's up in the sky, rep that shit until you die, mama told me don't ever take no shit, son, and if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son. 
tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride, W's up in the sky, rep that shit until you die, father please forgive me, I've changed since my last confession, prayers ain't been working lately, dog shit is all I'm left with, motherfuckers think that legend second coming, resurrected till I come through and bury them all, they're facing men in my camp protected, I'm on point, hollow tips, about to prove y'all counterfeit, prolific with all this rap shit, man I'm on the move like an activist, mastermind with this ether, talk to God yo but I'm no preacher, heart's been cold as a motherfucking freezer, since my pops went to meet that reaper, uh, spit dope, narcotics, put the shit like Montana, non-stop, word vomit, prodigal sons gone psychotic, y'all forgot who the fuck I was, must have forgot where the fuck I'm from, type of shit y'all cannot run, I kill till the motherfucking cops come, then it's straight to the bank for the capital, these rap cats are all laughable, yo the army's every move is I'm taking hits on these radicals, no apologies for my prophecies I seen the light, ain't no stopping me, catching my ear with hypocrisy Got my mind on speed like velocity, uh Mama told me don't ever take no shit, son And if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son Tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride W's up in the sky, rep that shit until you die Mama told me don't ever take no shit, son And if they hating you, go hit them with that brick, son Tell them where you from, let them know you down to ride W's up in the sky, rep that shit until you die My mama, my mama, my mama told me My mama, my mama, my mama told me My mama, my mama, my mama told me Kill everything you spit, son Hold this bitch ransom, uh
intimidated by the pain while I'm out way. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey. Keep on bringing them shots away. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us, this shot's to us. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey. Keep on bringing them shots away. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us, this shot's to us. Yeah, we seen some shit, no doubt about it. And now the day goes by, we don't talk about it. Back when we were kids, who thought it'd come to this? Music and sports are only two outlets. The little we had, we fought to protect it. Work on our craft all night till we perfect it. It's not a question, success is a must. Don't be jealous of us, we never had much. Kicking it in them basements for ages. Conversating, praying that we make it. Remember each fist fight and every black eye. Anything for the team, man, ride or die. Pushing carts at Walmart, but we had heart. We were saying like heroes with street smarts. People wrote us off our whole lives. And here we are still at it, making headlines. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey. Keep on bringing them shots away. We made it out and now we celebrate. This shot's to us, this shot's to us. One shot, two shot, three shot, hey. Keep on bringing them shots away. We made it out and now we celebrate. Do you have something you'd like to promote or advertise? Do you want to get some much-needed exposure for your business or your very own Facebook page or even your very own podcast? Well, look no further than Jackie's help and advice for promoting on Facebook. Jackie will help you advertise your goods and help you spread the word. I, Alice Cardinelli, have personally been great friends with Miss Jackie Wilkes, and she has a very kind heart, and she is a very sweet lady, and she will definitely help you grow like she has helped Alice Cardinelli grow. To advertise and promote your business or anything you want to advertise, please like and check out the page, Jackie's Help and Advice for Promoting on Facebook. Would you like to find out when the next episode of the American Variety Network is? Do you want to find out the news and updates for the American Variety Network? Well, all you have to do is go on your computer and log on to the social media sites. The American Variety Network is now on Facebook and Twitter. That's right, you can find the American Variety Network on Facebook and Twitter. Like our fan page on Facebook called American Variety Network. And follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter fan page is at American Network One. Again, our fan page on Facebook is American Variety Network. Hit like. And our fan page on Twitter is at American Network One. And hit follow. Are you enjoying tonight's episode of the American Variety Network? Great! The American Variety Network really appreciates your listening. We also appreciate listener feedback. Please feel free to email us your thoughts 
and opinions on tonight's show. Our email address is American Variety Network at Comcast.net. That's American Variety Network at Comcast.net. You may also email us with any questions, comments, or concerns you may have about our show. You can also email us to book a guest appearance on the American Variety Network or you may contact us to become a sponsor of the American Variety Network. American Variety Network at Comcast.net. While you're here listening to this show on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to check out some of the other great shows Blog Talk Radio has to offer. There are shows for everyone, whether it be sports shows, politics shows, comedy shows, talk shows, and yes, even church religious shows. Become a loyal listener of Blog Talk Radio. Today, blogtalkradio.com. So I'm going to go ahead and interrupt our intermission really quickly because I see that we actually have a caller on today's Q&A, which is great. So hi, you're now live on the Q&A with Salas Cardinelli, and thank you very much for calling in. Thanks for having me. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I just was in the uh, festive spirit, and I saw your post, and I decided to call in and talk about my favorite Halloween candy. Cool. What is it? Well, there's a few. What is it? Oh, a few? What are your favorite candies? There's, there's a few of them. Okay, go ahead and tell them. My first first on the list is probably candy corn, because who doesn't love candy corn? All that sugar. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I, and my I second agree. is probably a Reese's. And then... My third is probably another butter bar. Awesome. They all sound good. And what is your favorite? My favorite is Twix and uh, Reese's. Those would be my two favorites. Nice, nice. So, yeah, I mean... What are you doing for Halloween then? For Halloween, I'm just going to be staying home and handing out uh, candy to the trick-or-treaters and hosting a podcast. Oh, nice. Do you do a lot of these podcasts? Just uh, was interested. Yeah, I actually do. I do several of them. I do. Uh, usually, I try to do four or five a week. Okay. Do you? Uh... All right. Well, uh, am I the first caller on the show? Yes, you are, sir. I appreciate it. Ah, very cool. All right, well, I'll let you get back to your show. I'll continue listening. And uh, do you mind, like, if I get lonely later, can I call you back? Yeah, I don't mind at all. You can definitely call back in if you want. Thank you so much. All right, you have a nice night. You too. Love the show. Thank you very much. Bye, Nutter Butter. <laughs> Happy Halloween from Alex Cardinali and all of us here at the American Variety Network.
hope that your month is full of tricks and treats as well as plenty of scariness. Don't forget to enjoy some delicious candy this Halloween season. The American Variety Network suggests Reese's, Kit Kat, Snickers, and some Oreos for delicious Halloween treats. Make sure you have your candy ready for trick or treating. Happy Halloween! Halloween Tricks The American Variety Network live on Saturday, October 31st, 2015 at 9pm Eastern, 8pm Central, 7pm Mountain, and 6pm Pacific. October 31st just happens to be Halloween. On a special Halloween night, the American Variety Network will celebrate Halloween with plenty of tricks and treats, scary Halloween stories, Halloween music, and candy discussion. So ghosts, goblins, and zombies come out of your prowl and tune into the American Variety Network for a special Halloween 2015 fun show. Join us Halloween night 9pm Eastern at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Happy Halloween. American Variety Network fans, mark your calendars and get ready to celebrate. Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific. The American Variety Network reaches another milestone as we celebrate our 250th episode. Our 250th episode is going to be filled with plenty of awesome surprises and fun. Here to tell you more about the 250th episode is the host himself, Alex Cardinale. On the 250th episode, there will be three special surprise guests, including one fishkeeping guest who will be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association 2015 Extravaganza, and two other awesome surprise guests. There will be some awesome comedy clips guaranteed to make you laugh, and laugh in a past clip, and there will also be a lot of fun. I personally invite you, my listeners, to help me celebrate 250 awesome episodes, as you've been a huge part of my success. So join me live Saturday, November 21st, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern for our 250th episode at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network. Breaking news just into the American Variety Network studios. On Monday, November 30th, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Pacific, Alex is going to share some groundbreaking news and announcements that will shock the American Variety Network and Blog Talk Radio. What is the news? Well, you're going to have to tune in live on Monday, November 30th because no one is going to find out. Suspense is the best. 
Plus there will also be a special surface guest returning to the American Variety Network for the first time in over a year. So what is the major news? We will find out on November 30th. You're listening to the American Variety Network. Your only place for variety on Blog Talk Radio. Are you bold enough to call in and interact with tonight's topic? Well, prove it by calling in live at 1-347-989-8142 to ask questions about tonight's topic or share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Just pick up your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and go into a quiet location. Again, that's 1-347-989-8142. Now let's get on with the show. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. In your case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Alright, welcome back to a special episode of the In Your Face Talk Show, live on American Variety Network. Tonight we're doing our October question and answer with Alice Cardinelli. And before commercial break, I answered nine of 11 emailed questions, and we did our What in the World segment, and we talked briefly about Halloween candy, and during our intermission, we had a wonderful caller. So now we're going to continue our October Q&A. We've got about 40 minutes left on the air. So like I said, if you have a favorite candy you'd like to talk about or a question you want to ask me, please go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, or you can tweet me at American Ver- American Network One or at Alice Cardinelli One here on the show. All right, again one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So let's get back into our Q and A, and we're going to move right along to our next segment, which is one a lot of you are going to be interested in. So, let's get right to it. It's all about you. Yes, that's right, it's all about you. The crazy Italian-American will give some deserving people, businesses, and YouTube channels some shout-outs so that they can get some exposure on the American Variety Network. So listeners, please make sure you check out these people on social media. It's all about you. about you. I have a lot of shout-outs that I'm going to give out. So, the first shout-out goes to a really recognized fast food restaurant, and that is McDonald's. 
Now, this month, I believe it was October 7th, uh, McDonald's introduced all-day breakfast, which means that you or you, my listeners, or me, can actually uh, go out and get breakfast any, any time of the day we want at McDonald's, which is pretty cool. However, I'm not much of a breakfast fan, but I do like their sausage um, biscuits they have because I don't think of sausages as breakfast food. I don't think of biscuits as breakfast food, so I can enjoy the sausage biscuit all day long. So I'm really excited that McDonald's finally has all-day breakfast. It's only a matter of time before their arch-rivals, Burger King, We'll have all-day breakfast, and Wendy's will as well. I think McDonald's has started a trend now with these fast-food restaurants having all-day breakfast. I know a lot of my listeners out there who I'm actually close personal friends with, a lot of you uh, like breakfast, so you're going to enjoy that. And maybe in the future on the Chef Cornelia Cooking Show, we'll do a breakfast show. Now, another shout-out goes to a good friend of mine, a fellow Western Mass saltwater enthusiast and a fellow Western Mass fish keeper and a guy who's been on my show several times before, but he's never, ever been on the American Variety Network before, but he's been on my other podcast, never the American Variety Network. But that's going to change because Josh Rodriguez will be on the American Variety Network very soon. So this shout-out goes to Blue View Aquatics owner, Josh Rodriguez. Now, Josh is a wonderful fish keeper. He's a guy that really loves the tropical fish keeping hobby, and he loves dealing with fish keepers. And you can tell that because he has a sincere passion for the fish hobby. He has a sincere passion for keeping tropical fish. And uh, he's actually going to work on my 29-gallon saltwater aquarium next week, and he's going to install some live rock and aquascape my aquarium for me. So I definitely can't wait for that. Now, I've been good friends with Josh for about two or three years now, and I actually had him first on my podcast in 2013, and like I said, Josh will be here on the American Variety Network very soon. Uh, we're going to tape a lot of shows together, and we're actually going to even do some live broadcasts. I actually want to go to a coral meeting with him, and we'll talk about corals, and we'll have a fun live on-location broadcast there. So I know that he has a Twitter page, he's got an Instagram page, and he's also got a Facebook page. So all my fish keepers out there, I want you to check out Blue View Aquatics, and if you're in the Western Mass area or the New England area, Blue View Aquatics will hook you up with some wonderful aquarium service for a really low price. So uh, make sure you check out Blue View Aquatics. And uh, Josh Rodriguez is a stand-up guy. I cannot say enough for his personality and the fact how much he loves the aquarium hobby. And the fact that he has a company dedicated to aquariums proves that he loves the aquarium hobby. So my next shout-out goes to a good friend of mine who always listens to every single podcast that I do. And I know that I do a lot in one week. But 
He not only listens to every podcast I do, he listens to them live, and he offers me thoughts on what I'm doing on my podcast, and he tells me that my podcasts are good, and he always loves my podcast. He never, ever has a complaint on my podcast, and he's actually a very nice gentleman, very respectable guy, and he's a man that I'm very glad to consider a true personal friend. He never, ever gives me any problems. This man is Jeremy Stellhorn. Now, I met him this month, I believe, or it might have been uh, late in September, but I met Jeremy Stellhorn. And uh, we talked all this month. He's given me some great ideas for my podcast, and I've utilized them, and I've gotten several more listeners from this man. And he has no idea about podcasting, but yet his ideas are giving me listeners, and they're increasing uh, my audience, and it's making my audience like my show much more. Other people have tried to help me out, including two other podcasters, but they failed. Their ideas never worked. But here we have a loyal listener helping me out, and his ideas are succeeding. So I'm very excited about that. Now, not only does he help me out with my podcast, he also helps me out with some other things that I have going on, which I'm very glad. He actually advertises my podcast for me, so that drives in some listeners, and he helps me out. So I'm very thankful that I became friends with Jeremy Stellhorn. So, Jeremy, thank you so much for being a loyal listener to the American Variety Network. We really appreciate it. Now, another shout-out I have this month goes to another friend of mine, and he was actually just listening live to our show today. And this shout-out goes to Donovan Barger. Now, Donovan is actually a co-host here on the American Variety Network. He co-hosts the series Man Cave, and he'll be co-hosting some fish-keeping shows here on the American Variety Network. And Donovan returns in two weeks here on the American Variety Network because the Man Cave returns in two weeks, and he'll be on the second episode of Aquarium Talk to Podcast which is dedicated to beginners. Now, Donovan is a good friend of mine. He's the one that got me into the saltwater hobby, and he's the one that has helped me a lot in my fish-keeping career. If I don't know an answer about African cichlids or if I need help with saltwater, I'll turn to Donovan and ask him. But generally, uh, we are good friends, and uh, Donovan's a great guy. Now, Donovan's actually got a YouTube channel called Here for the Fins. So I want you to go check out his YouTube channel, um, Here for the Fins. It's a great podcast, and you're definitely going to enjoy it. I really know that you're going to enjoy it. Now, another shout-out goes to my co-host, for Saltwater Aquarium Lecture, and that is Mr. Cess Vidrine. Now, Cess is actually a real experienced saltwater aquarist. I've learned a lot from one show with him, and Cess is going to be doing multiple shows here on the American Variety Network, helping out all the saltwater aquarium keepers out there. So if you have a saltwater aquarium, Cess is going to help you. And... His next show is going to be that Saturday, 
after Halloween, and we're going to talk about corals. That's going to be the very first coral show on Blog Talk Radio, I believe. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I can't wait to host the very first coral show with Cesfid Ryan, a saltwater uh, aquarist who is really enjoying the saltwater hobby. And you can tell that when he talks here on the show. He had a blast last Saturday, and I did as well. So saltwater fish keepers, I really advise you'd listen to uh, the saltwater lecture with Cesfid Ryan from last Saturday. Next, we've got Salty J, who is the second host of my second Saltwater series, which airs on Tuesdays called Aquarium, uh, called Saltwater Aquarium Hour. And Salty J is going to return this Tuesday, October 27th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. And Salty J and I are going to talk about clownfish, damsels, tangs, angelfish, and gobies. Now, Salty J has helped me a lot in the saltwater hobby, and he's also helped a lot of my beginners who are thinking about entering the saltwater hobby. So, Salty J, thank you very much for that. I also want to thank all of my listeners. So, all of you, my audience out there, is getting a shout-out in this month's shout-out, because without you, I would not have an audience. So, thank you very much for tuning in to each and every one of my episodes I love my listeners, and I can't wait until the holiday season comes because I've got something that you, my audience, is going to love. But make sure you stay tuned for my new show on November 30th to hear it because you guys are going to love it. All right? So I definitely can't wait for uh, the holiday season. And then thank you all for tuning in to all my shows here. Now, another shout-out for this month is saltwaterfish.com, which is an online saltwater fish forum that I am a member of. I enjoy chatting on that forum. I ask questions to all the saltwater experts, and I get a lot of answers, a lot of great advice. I've learned a lot about the saltwater hobby from saltwaterfish.com, and that's where I found out about the black and white clownfish. So I really recommend all of my fish-keeping listeners to check out saltwaterfish.com. Now, let's go ahead and give some YouTube channels a shout-out. Now, this month I've been watching a lot of Mass Aquarium's videos on YouTube. I think he's got a great channel for fish-keepers freshwater and saltwater-wise, so I personally recommend checking out his channel. Very, very good channel. I also watched a lot of Wayne's Fish Tank videos on YouTube, so fish keepers, please check out Wayne's Fish Tank videos. And last but not least, Walrus Joey. I had him on my show before. Great guy, great guest. Love to have him here on the American Variety Network, the king of DIY. Uh, very successful podcaster. He's actually got a podcast of his own, albeit very brief. But he's got a podcast, he's got a very successful YouTube channel, so I like the King of DIY's YouTube channel, Waru Joey. I watch the channel often as I can, and I really enjoy it. So, that is this month's It's All About You segment. So, next month in November, who the hell is going to get a shout-out? Well, 
We'll have to find out next week. Or excuse me, we'll have to find out next month, won't we? Alright, so let's get back to the last two emailed questions that I have received. These are questions about the American Variety Network and my podcasting career in general. And I wanted to answer them in the second half of the show. So we've got a question from Cody. Alex, I've been following you for the last two and a half years on Blog Talk Radio. I think that you are correct when you say the Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show is perhaps your most successful podcast. However, I honestly see the American Variety Network being your most successful if you continue to do what you do, and that is follow your own footsteps and not everyone else's. However, there was one podcast that I did enjoy from you, and that was the Entertainment Zone Radio. So, do you have any plans to bring back Entertainment Zone Radio in the future? Thank you for taking the time and answering my question on air. Wow, Cody, that was a really good email. I actually just opened up my American Variety Network at Comcast at... uh, American Variety Network at Comcast.net account, and I read that email, so I really appreciate your kind words. Now, Entertainment Zone Radio was perhaps my podcast that I had a lot of fun on, and when I actually came back from hiatus this year in uh, September, the plan was to bring back the Entertainment Zone Radio. Um, I had plans to introduce it to the American Variety Network then. However, Donovan and I got together, and we decided instead of bringing Entertainment Zone Radio back, we were going to do the Man Cave show. And the Man Cave is a very successful show after one podcast. I'm I'm glad to say that we have 225 listeners on one Man Cave show. So that's a very successful start. So we're going to continue doing the Man Cave show. It was either going to be Entertainment Zone Radio, where I did movie reviews, music shows, video game shows, and all of that stuff. But we decided on uh, Man Cave with my co-host. But yes, the answer is I will be bringing back Entertainment Zone Radio. I don't have a timetable for the return of Entertainment Zone Radio because, as you know, and all my listeners know, I have a shitload of series right here on the American Variety Network. I mean, I've got the Q&A, which is once a month. I got Aquarium Talk, my fishkeeping show. I got the two saltwater shows. I got Primetime Baking, Chef Cardinelli Cooking Show, WWE Zone Radio. So really, I got a ton of shows to feed every person's interest, every person's hobby. So why not add one more? So yes, Entertainment Zone Radio will be back on American Variety Network. I think, personally, the best time to bring back Entertainment Zone Radio would be in January of 2016. So in two months, I can easily see myself bringing back Entertainment Zone Radio and doing music reviews, uh, movie reviews, um, and doing video game reviews, and doing all that sort of stuff. So yes, Entertainment Zone Radio will be back in either January or February of 2016. Um, I'm actually also planning another hiatus uh, really soon. Probably in March or April, I'll have another month off, but that's a while from now. 
So, yes, Entertainment Zone Radio will be back on Blog Talk Radio. Can't wait for that. Thank you, Cody, for your compliments and your awesome question. We got a question from Bruce now uh, on my email. And his question is, what are your top three favorite shows that you have done in the past? And what are the top three shows you are looking forward to, to hosting in the future? Great question, Bruce. I have to think very deeply on this because it's hard to pick favorite shows because as a host, having done over 500 episodes in my podcasting career, yes, that's right, I did about 300 on the Chef Cardinelli cooking show, and I got, and I got about 227 here on the American Variety Network. It's really hard to pick a top favorite three. So I'm thinking really long and really hard right now. But my top three favorite archived and on-demand episodes would have to be Aquatic Wetlines 50th episode, which featured, for the very first time, giveaways and prizes on the show. And I was really excited for that. That's when I had my co-host, James Jones, who was perhaps one of my best co-hosts. He was a great man. My second favorite episode would have to be last Saturday's Saltwater Lecture with Seth Vidrine. It was very informal, and I learned a lot from it. And my third favorite episode would have to be my 22nd birthday celebration that I had two months ago on my birthday when I turned 22 this year. So those are my three favorite episodes that I've already done. The shows I most look forward to, the shows I most look forward to coming up are the 2015 Halloween Extravaganza, the 250th episode coming up on Saturday, November 2015, and the new show coming up on um, November 30th, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then, and then your last question was, what is your favorite non-wrestling or non-cooking show and why? All right. My favorite non-wrestling or non-cooking show. The Q&As actually are right up there because I enjoy answering your emailed questions and I enjoy chatting to all the live listeners and all the live callers that call in. And so far we've only had one caller tonight, but I had a blast chatting with that caller. So I'd say personally the Q&As are up there. Uh, I enjoy the Alex Cardinelli Talks show that I recently introduced. Uh, I thought that was a fun way where I can just ramble on things and uh, have fun with that. Uh, I enjoy the Saltwater Aquarium Hour show. I enjoy the Saltwater shows that I do. Uh, let's see. I enjoy the In Your Face talk shows that I do. Uh, I think I've got some awesome In Your Face talk shows coming up. I'm going to be doing a show on gun control. That's right. I'll be talking about how uh, people are advocating for guns now. Uh, I've got uh, American Tragedy, which will be returning soon. So I've got a lot of favorite shows, and I definitely appreciate your question. I hope I answered your question to your liking. So those are all 11 of my emailed questions, and I want to thank you all for sending me an email question. So... 
Live listeners, this is your last chance to ask me a question on the October 2015 question and answer. And this is your last chance to talk about your favorite candy. So live listeners, feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to ask me a live question or talk about your favorite candy again. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. You got twenty more minutes to call in and then we're going to wrap up this awesome show. All right. We have one caller tonight. I'd love to have a few more. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. All right, so let's go into our final awesome segment. This is one that I actually look forward to hosting a lot when I do these Q and A. So here we go. What? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is fucking right? Alex Cardinale, right here, right now, live on Q and A with CIA is going to discuss what pissed him off this month. So what are this month's what-the-fuck moments? Let's find out. So actually, I had a pretty good month this month. I'm not really pissed off at anything, really, this month. So this this month's what-the-fuck moments of the month are going to be things that are going to make you say, what the fuck. I know it's going to make me say it, so it's going to make you say it. I hope it'll make you say it. As well, I got some crazy things that I'm going to uh, be talking about. So here we go. The first what the fuck moment of the month. A woman wants to eat kids. Now hear me out on this. Now a Minnesota woman was arrested for allegedly threatening her neighbors. Leaving them messages like, the children look delicious. May I have a taste? What the fuck? Carrie Pernella is believed to have sent these messages to her Champlin neighbors via magazines. According to CBS Minnesota, she would use the address line to write the the notes. Instead of a name on the address label, it said things like tasty children along those lines. Chaplain Deputy Police Chief Ty Schmidt explained. Even more outrageous than Pemula's Pernula's actions is, is her motive. Authorities claim she was angry that the kids were too loud and left things in her yard. She was angry because the kids were leaving things in her yard, and I think being a little noisy, being kids the way kids are, Schmidt claimed. Word spread quickly about the notes sent to the two elementary children. Not only did their unidentified parents contact police, but they posted about the incident on a neighborhood page. Opened our mail today through this letter. Obviously, my stomach started doing somersaults. The family wrote to the Chaplain Community Facebook page. Now, the 38-year-old potential child eater was discovered by cops after they traced the magazine subscription to her, KUTV reports. Originally booked at Hennepin County Jail, she was charged with harassment and stalking. Valley News Live claims she has since been released. Wow, that is definitely strange, and definitely I kept saying what the fuck in my head as I was reading that news article to you. Why would you even think 
about eating children. That is simply fucking disgusting, in my opinion. Alright, this one is actually uh, just as crazy. Criminals have sex before arrest. Now, a Florida couple were originally so committed to having sex one more time that they held off arrest and delayed a police standoff to do so. Police arrived to the Jacksonville mobile home to apprehend 34-year-old Ryan Patrick Batista on several warrants, including armed burglary. When they got to the scene, the porch light was quickly turned off, and the people in the house refused to talk to them. However, two guests eventually left the home an hour later and told authorities that Batista and his girlfriend, Leanne Hun, hadn't let, let them leave the house because they didn't want to get arrested, First Coast News reports. Though the two guests who were there to celebrate a birthday were able to exit the home, the couple themselves refused to come out. When cops called Hun, she said she would come out but wanted to have sex with Batista one last time. That's when the SWAT team was forced to get involved. Eventually, they were able to break into the trailer and arrest Hun and Batista. The couple are now facing resisting arrest without violence and false imprisonment charges. Wow, that is a... <laughs> That is particularly crazy. Yeah, let's hide from uh, the police and have sex one more time before we get arrested. Very, very crazy. So that is this month's What the Fuck moments. I know kind of uh, corny, but like I said, I didn't have any issues this month, and I had a really, really good month in October, which is great. So I hope to have some uh, really good months in November and December as well. Alright, so I think we're reaching the end of today's and this month's Q&A. It was actually a very fun show. I had a blast on it. So we're looking forward to next Saturday, and next Saturday is Halloween. And obviously, next Saturday I'm going to do a Halloween Spectacular live at 9 p.m. Eastern, which all of you, my listeners, are invited to, uh, invited to listen live to. So I'm really looking forward to Halloween because, like I said earlier in the show, I'm going to be getting my first saltwater fish. I'm going to be having candy, and I'm going to hand out candy to the trick-or-treaters. And I got the Halloween 2015 podcast that I'm really looking forward to. So I hope you guys will uh, be here next Saturday for the 2015 Halloween uh, extravaganza. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us tonight here on the American Variety Network. So our next Q&A is going to be on Saturday, November 28th, 2015, and that's going to be the Q&A for November. So, ladies and gentlemen, get your questions in for November's Q&A. Email me any questions to AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. Again, that's American Variety Network at Comcast.net, and your questions could be anything from PG-13 to rated R. Again, our Q&A for November 2015 is going to be Saturday, November 28, 2015 at 9 p.m. Eastern. So before I end, I end today's show, I've got a couple of announcements I'd like to make. 
first, we have a action-packed week coming your way. I have tomorrow, Sunday, October 25th off, because I'm going to watch WWE Hell in a Cell. And I can't wait to see Hell in a Cell tomorrow night, live on the WWE Network. Now, earlier this week, I did a WWE Hell in a Cell 2015 preview, so I really encourage you to check out that show. So, we're back on the air Monday, October, 20, uh, October 26th at 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm going to do a show on how to form relationships. So, I'll talk about how to make friends with people and stuff like that. So, Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, in your face talk show, how to form relationships with people. Tuesday, October 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern, Saltwater Aquarium Hour returns, and we're going to talk about Clownfish, Angelfish, Tangs, Damsels, and Gobies. Wednesday, October 28th at 9 p.m. Eastern, Primetime Baking Halloween Dessert Recipes. Thursday, October 29th will be a WWE Hell in a Cell 2015 review at 9 p.m. Eastern. We've got Friday, uh, October 30th off, and then Saturday, October 31st, next Saturday, we got the Halloween show. And Sunday, November 1st, that wonderful Chef Cardinelli cooking show on Parmesan recipes where you're going to learn about chicken parm, eggplant parm, veal parm, and some specialty kinds of Parmesan dishes. So that's going to be uh, something awesome as well. Now don't forget, on November 21st, we're going to celebrate our 250th episode. I got three wonderful surprise guests. You guys are not going to find out who the guests are until our 250th episode on November 21st. And that's just one week before our Q&A. So, next time we do our Q&A, we're going to officially have celebrated 250 episodes. So, um... It's really tough to imagine, but next time the Q&A is live on the American Variety Network, we're already going to be past 250 episodes. So what a milestone for us. But the Q&A is going to, uh, the 250th episode is going to be November 21st with three special surprise guests. And one of the special surprise guests is going to be a fish keeper who is going to be broadcasting live from the Ohio Cichlid Association Extravaganza. So that's going to be great as well. And don't forget, on November 30th, 2015, I'm going to make the largest announcement about the American Variety Network I've ever made before. So that's going to be great. So make sure you guys tune into that as well. All right, folks. I want to thank all 11 of you for your awesome emailed questions. I really enjoyed answering all of your questions tonight. I want to thank that one caller that called in tonight and said his favorite candies were Reese's and Nutter Butters. I'm glad you enjoy your Nutter Butters. I think they're uh, very good for you. And I want to thank everyone for tuning in live to the show tonight here on the American Variety Network. Once again, special thanks to all 11 of you who sent you an email Send me an email. I appreciate your questions. And thank you for that one awesome caller who called into this month's Q&A. Don't forget, November Q&A is going to be November 28th. So email your questions, AmericanVarietyNetwork at Comcast.net. 
All right, guys, have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy WWE Hell in a Cell, and we'll see you next time on In Your Face Talk Show, live right here on the American Variety Network. Alice Cardinelli and American Variety Network, say goodnight, everyone. Thank you guys so much for putting in tonight's episode of October Q&A live only on the American Variety Network. Alice Cardinelli appreciates your listen and he appreciates your questions as well. Thank you all listeners for your wonderful questions. Thank you Dr. Waller for calling in and discussing his favorite Halloween. I hope you have a wonderful Halloween. And I also like to thank all of you for tuning in live to tonight's episode. I want to thank you all for listening to the archive file of tonight's episode. Have a great rest of your night and day, and adios! That's all, folks.